0: Now broadcasting live on Ustream or direct to your portable device. From Martin Rhodes Studios, BaggedAndBoard.com presents the
1: BaggedAndBoardcast.
2: Uh, you said your parents do listen to this. Rip my
1: beer. It's good. It doesn't work if you're not wearing a mariachi suit. Uh, what? Uh. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: oh, my goodness. That is crazy.
1: He just looked at me like, "Should I punch him?" Hey, everybody! Welcome to Bag and Boardcast, episode number ninety-eight. I'm Chris. I'm John, and I'm Paul. And we're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three segments. The first being the Week and Geek, bring you the top geek stories of the past week. Next, we follow that up with the list, which is the comics we're most looking forward to this week. It's October fifth, two thousand eleven.
2: And then we go into our main topic, which is our monthly look back, looking at books other than D.C. that have what? come out in the month of September. Uh, other
1: companies are putting out books? I know. Insane. Um, you, you would not guess that by looking at our uh, website, BaggingBoard.com, or our Facebook, Bag and board, Or our YouTube channel. Or it's <laughs> new! <laughs> it's new! A lot of books we've been talking about, so get on board with those. And leave comments on those videos. We've gotten a couple,
0: Yeah,
1: which is nice. Two, which is a couple, <laughs> one of them was mine. Oh, well, that still counts. <laughs>
0: still still counts. counts. And the other one was to correct something,
1: <laughs> yes. But hey, that still counts, too. Yes, somebody's somebody watching watched it, people are watching it, much like I am just watching what's happening in my pint glass right now. Um, we've talked about these before on the show. This is the first actual one we're reviewing on our show. We've drank a couple recreationally before. <laughs> Um. That's right, bagging board. We are bringing you high gravity lager. It's earthquake. Um, this comes in a tallboy can. It's 12% alcohol by volume. Um, you can smell it. It has. <laughs> it, it's basically like a sake or rice wine. Just like yeah. really super powerful alcohol smell to it. But it's it smells good. Um, The reason I call it high gravity is We looked this up once before It's because of the amount of sugar Sugar. in it Mm -hmm. Has like the way it's pulled into the yeast I don't remember We were just looking it up And we were drinking dog bite at the time So I don't uh, remember most of that night
2: It just makes it The more sugar just makes it more strong in alcohol And usually doesn't help the flavor And this
1: is classified as a malt liquor um, For those wondering Mm. Um it's, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. It's by Drink For, uh, drink Four Brewing Company. I would not probably want to drink four of these. I'm just guessing that.
0: Is it the number four?
1: No, it's um, drink and then spelled out four. Okay, F-U-R-U-R. Yeah, um, all right.
2: These beers are classified as something that will tore the door off the frame. <laughs> there was um, some crazy quote that we
1: read on these. I can't remember. It had, like, a tagline, like, yeah. oh, well they're like, knock it out the box, Luke, or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was. All right, so here's... But, hey. Here's the hey, health. Hey. Uh, this is not going to be good. <laughs> yeah, it's like that rice wine yeah. that Steph's uh, uncle made. It's just yeah. like a very strong, alcoholy... I little, don't mind it too much.
2: No, not at all. It's got a burn? little bit of a... No, no burn. It's got like a sweet burn.
0: to it. It's very sweet. It's, yeah. um... It's got a awful, like, rotted apple. Taste. Yes. Like, mealy apple.
2: Yeah. Rotted it's like apple. If, if, yeah, if you took a sip of cider that's been sitting too long. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely get that. It's like that apple that was sitting on the mm-hmm. counter for way too long, when you bite into it, and your teeth, there's yep. no crunch, they just sink in. Yeah, it's yeah. Like mealy, yeah. and you're like, oh. Not bad. bad but, oh. uh,
2: better than the dog bite. Much better than the dog bite. Because you could drink this. Like, the dog bite actually made you
0: just kind of, like, gulp it down, like, what, oh. Yeah. oh. The reason I started swirling this because it smells so kind of sweet on the nose that I've twirled it to see if, you know, you would get the same thing would happen like you do with yeah, sugary like, wines. So yeah, like, like that, that syrupy, like, viscosity yeah. to it, yeah. You don't get that. It does leave a ring, <laughs> though, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, but it doesn't have that, you know, wine kind of, like, tendrils, like, actually coming down. It's uh, more hmm. uniform.
1: It has, like, that alcohol smell to it, but not a lot of burn. I don't know...
0: A little bit, like, after you sit a while, like, you definitely feel the warmth on the back of the throat. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's not... It's, it's not a harsh breath. It doesn't give you warmth. that dragon breath. Yeah. yeah.
1: But, definitely... <laughs> no, I'm I pouring a little bit more in my glass for okay. those of you wondering why Paul's laughing. And I'm like, why I, would I, you do this to yourself, I took Chris. just a little bit before. And I'm going, I'm going
2: um, more. it's got, I mean, it's, it's not bad. It's just like an appley, a sour, a sour mash apple beer.
1: Yeah. Not horrible. I was thinking it was going to be really bad just based off the dog bite. Paul's choking it down, so Paul <laughs> probably doesn't agree. That
0: middle taste of rotten apple, that spoiled, it just does not taste like naturally something you'd want in your
1: mouth. Yeah. Or inside know. your body. I, don't, I, don't, I honestly don't mind it too much. I, yeah,
2: I I don't mind pinching the can for you boys. No, I, I'm
1: okay with letting you. Yeah. I mean, I, I like it, but... Just because I had a lot to drink this weekend, I'm cool with sitting out the rest of this can. But, when I'm off on Wednesday, I'll probably crack open number two over here. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll split it with you, Paul. <laughs> As he
0: shakes his head, no. No, and I'm drinking some uh, vitamin water.
1: Yeah, Paul's trying to just rinse out the shame. <laughs>
0: Don't worry, it's zero calorie vitamin water.
1: Mm. Oh, man. It's
0: like 250 calories per bottle normally. Like, on a normal vitamin water, it's nothing it's not gonna be there <laughs> they don't put that I was, kind of I was looking to here. see
1: on the earthquake if it had calories listed because I was just curious like it's not listed though, but yeah, well, hey, this was something new yes. to me. it was
0: something definitely new to me also, and that should lead us right into our news for the week.
1: Uh, it was kind of a geek. forced segue, yes. but
0: I was totally planning on just stepping all over
2: that but I, yeah. I let
1: it go. go uh, <laughs>
0: their... Who else is new? I got some other new stuff, like some shoes. I bought new shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I have no way to segue from shoes. <laughs> I, I didn't buy anything new, but I might be buying some new DLC for Dragon Age two when it comes out. It's uh being voice acted, a little VO work from Felicia Day. You know, known for her work on, you know, maybe some
1: comic books we'll be talking about. Both Angel...
0: Did she Was she on Angel? No, she was
1: on Buffy. Just Buffy. Buffy. But she was also in Dollhouse, which is also coming out from Dark Horse Comics. Mm -hmm. Um, Known for the Guild? The Guild, definitely. Um, Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog.
2: And she's going to be doing the web episodes for Dragon Age. Yes.
0: Which was supposed to come out this summer. Yeah. And we've still been waiting. Now they're saying October... To be released with a new DLC package, Mark of the Assassin. Mark of the Assassin. Which we think, we're pretty sure that's... Yeah. I'm pretty sure that what it is. And uh, she's going to be a character that joins your group over this DLC. I don't think she's going to be playable throughout the whole story campaign. Uh, but well, with... Just
1: in this campaign, this uh, DLC. Yeah, she's probably going to be like just another companion character mm-hmm. that's kind of following you around like... But did you buy the first batch of DLC that they came out with for Dragon Age Legacy? No, no, no it was doubt. actually pretty decent. Unfortunately, I thought it would. You
0: know, I really enjoyed what they did with the first Dragon Age, where you got the, for, you know, the Stone Golem pack, mm-hmm. you know, right off the top if you, you know, bought it new. I was surprised they didn't do that again, like um, the EA. 10. You know, remember EA 10? Like, yeah. they'll give you $10 worth of DLC if you buy it new. It apparently
1: stopped. Um, they, they did give out some DLC with it. If you bought it new, you actually received, like, a special in-game store that you could only oh, access. Oh, yeah, the Black. Yeah. The uh, Black Emporium.
0: And you also got the
1: dog. Yeah. And then if you uh, pre-ordered terrible. it early enough, you got upgraded to the Signature Edition, which came with an extra character and missions based around him. mm mm-hmm. um, so it was definitely worth it because it was still the same amount of money as you would have spent for basically buying the game right off the bat. You know, mm-hmm. so it was worth it. But um, the first actual DLC batch legacy was really good. Um, one of the biggest complaints about Dragon Age Two was them reusing the same maps over yes. and over and over again. And the DLC actually gave you like a couple hours of new gameplay and it was new all new maps. New maps. What? Like, It was kind of like Bioware saying, like, hey, you know what, this was a rush job, we're sorry, but here's some really cool new stuff. And I enjoyed it. It all
0: took place back in uh, Ferelden, right? No. No? It actually happens in Kirkwall?
1: Yep. Okay. Um, Really cool. Like, you actually kind of search out, like, your family's past, and you get, like, a class-specific weapon for whatever Mm -hmm. role you're playing as. But as you're going through the DLC, you're kind of creating your own weapon, Mm-hmm. Because you get to pick different powers or abilities to imbue it with, which okay. is kind of cool. So you have like a specialized, uh, this hey, this it. is what I made kind of thing.
0: This is a DLC coming out uh, starring Felicia Day. Seems cool because it seems like a heist job. It's her leading you to break into a fortress and steal something out of there. Traps and, you know, guards and everything else. And voice acting by Felicia Day, which seems like it'll be a lot of fun. And yeah, brings
1: a little bit more nerd cred to Dragon Age. I don't think it was heard in that nerd never What's up? But it's fun, because like, you know what? People yeah. that maybe haven't played Dragon Age Origins or Dragon Age 2, but are Felicia Day fans, might say, like, oh, cool, I'm going to check this out. Mm-hmm. You know, people that enjoy the guild, like, hey, why wouldn't I play a role-playing game that has codex in it? That's
2: true. You guys look at me, but I don't really care. I, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. I was just looking for someone to take it. I know something you do care about. I care about AIDS! No, Walking Dead. <laughs>
2: oh, I care about it, Walking Dead. And That's AIDS. our top
0: story. That's like the big story. We're, we're going to bury that lead. <laughs> but Walking Dead. Uh, also online, much like the Felicia Day uh, webisodes for Dragon Age, Walking Dead will be coming out with six webisodes on October 3rd, which is a Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern on AMC.com. Uh, to kind of lead you into this next, one, this uh, second season.
1: Now, is this going to have actual members from the cast in it, or is it going to be like one of those kind of like offshoot, like oh, it takes place in the same world, but there might be like some? I have no clue. Okay. I was just I was just curious if they talked about this because this is mm-hmm. actually the first time hearing about it. Oh, really? Yeah. as am I.
0: You guys are loving this. I, I know. I,
1: I love the comic books. I love mm-hmm. the show. I've just I've been really busy just with work mm-hmm. and other stuff.
0: Hey, I understand, and. Uh...
1: Playing Dead Island. (laughs) It is more,
0: you know. I thought, you know, would you care as as long as it's more Walking Dead? Are you guys in? But would you rather it be like you would only be interested in watching it after you hear good things about it?
1: Um, no, I I definitely check it out. I check it out. What
0: day did you say comes out? Monday. Monday.
1: Tomorrow. 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 Or time machine.
0: Uh, or yesterday. I don't know when I'll put you
1: whenever whenever you decide to listen to this. It happened October third. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's two p.m. Eastern. Which is probably going to be after I post this. Hey, I don't get out of work at two p.m. Eastern. Hey, sick
1: day! <laughs> <laughs> Take a sick day. I, I I'm looking forward to it. Um, sometimes webisodes episodes are kind of crummy. Um, sometimes they're kind of fun, like the was one And they were coming out. With right. Those were decent. Like,
0: during the uh, during the writer's strike or after the um, strike? it was
1: after like when they were doing like one of their final seasons. Okay. So there was like two final seasons. I don't remember which one was during.
0: Didn't you Lost do...
2: Lost did a couple of them between, between things. Yeah. Uh, I know one of them, it was for, like, you could, if you had a certain phone, you could watch them on your phone. It was a Verizon phone. It was on the V-Cast. And, uh, yeah, it was like Hurley found a camera and he recorded all these little things, which were little moments, like, almost behind behind the scenes of what they were doing <laughs> as their survivors. So,
1: Yeah.
0: I never watched any of them Because I never had a V-Cast Yeah, neither did I But you could probably find them On YouTube, I'm imagining Probably I've never watched The webisode. Really? For any mainstream television show hmm. i never seen one
1: Is there a TV show That you like That you would watch A webisode of? Uh, probably not No? In other words What's your favorite TV show? Right now, right, right now. iCarly. Carly, <laughs> uh, I fucking knew it. What if you
0: could watch? Sports. Or... <laughs> I
1: like, I don't know anything about iCarly, so I can't <laughs> like, like try to. I don't know anything about sports, so uh... something off.
0: I Carly does do like weird things on website. Like Would you watch
1: right a I iCarly episode if you could oh. like actually go online and watch an iCarly show that they record? They that's what that. they do, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, (laughs) that's exactly
0: what they do. I have not done it. Okay. (laughs) But I I will download podcasts from the Sabres, because every once in a while the Sabres will do, the Buffalo Sabres hockey team, um, they will do, like, interviews with players, and I'll download and listen to that. Oh, that's kind of like a webisode. Kind of like a webisode, but they're not actually playing a game, so... And I will go every once in a while to watch them practice for free. So that's kind of like a webisode in the way it's... Not really a game, but there's still... There's still hockey. It's still hockey being played, so...
1: Well, speaking (laughs) of uh, something else that might not have happened, (laughs) I'm segueing that. I didn't talk about this in the pre-show, but I'm going for it. Go for Um, it. On the DC Comics Facebook and Twitter, Dan DiDio recently posted that all the crises you know and love from DC Comics didn't happen in the new DC. Which is kind of like throwing everyone off, like, whoa, what the fuck? Exactly. And then he replied back, sorry, I was going to dinner, so I just threw this out there. But something happened. There may have been a crisis, just not the ones that you're familiar with. So, Infinite Earths, Infinite Crisis, probably haven't happened. But there's some event, maybe, Mm -hmm. that streamlined things, but who knows, because... We kind of just had a crisis that streamlined everything. It
0: wasn't really that much of a crisis, and it wasn't really a good story to actually
1: align all the worlds. But really, it was more just a reset button. Like yeah. what you saw there was someone just hitting the button. Mm-hmm. Like that—that that was it.
0: it. Was as cheap as the Superboy Prime punching the wall. Yeah,
1: okay, you know what? the Superboy thing gets a lot of shit, but I don't care about it. Yeah, like
0: it's—it is the. What, what is it called? The MacGuffin Yeah To get you the, the next spot And it's obviously a MacGuffin And that's a pr- I have And that's my problem with it When it's so obviously Hitting the button that, That's poor storytelling You know At least Crisis on Infinite Earth. Twelve issues He had the whole year He had shitty stuff happening mm-hmm. But Every character was
1: involved All It right. felt big
0: I'm- It felt epic from Probably, reading it afterwards,
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I feel like it's one of those things. Like I, I've read Crisis. I, I enjoyed it. I've read it a few times. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot in there that could have been trimmed out. Like we oh, yeah. want to talk oh, about yeah. story decompression. Like <laughs> Crisis did it long before Brian Michael Bendis like <laughs> oh, pioneered yeah. it. You know. Yeah. It's I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. It definitely has its faults, but it felt
2: more. It like, was big enough to. Yeah warrants reset everything and change things around. And I mean yeah, I who know, I mean who knows where it's all going to go or if, you know, in a little bit they're going to be like, "Oh, look, rewinds again. Everything's back to normal how it was." Yeah, cuz it's comic books. It happens. Mm-hmm. Captain America died, we all said, "Oh, and he's going to be back." But it's, it's good.
1: like 4 years later, yeah. he's back. Yeah.
0: It's good when they stick to their guns yeah. and, you know, tell tell the logical stories that they wanted to tell and when you feel like those
1: stories come to a conclusion to bring back the old hero or the new hero
2: Wally West please come
1: back I want Wally West back I miss him I love him it's been way too long since I've had a Wally West story Yeah, but I don't know Like apparently there's a lot of uh, unrest inside of DC right now Um, there's a lot of shifting around happening yeah. and, the like, writers writers that are leaving books or maybe being like pushed off of them we don't like, know
0: uh, Super Bowl, Superman? Yeah, um, George Perez, Perez Not going to be on Superman It's going to be Dan Jorgens On issue 7, I think,
1: right? Yeah, I think it's like After number 6 he's yeah. done um, J.T. Kroll off of Green Arrow Yep um, I'm trying to remember What else I've seen Dan Jorgens has taken That book over too, yeah. right? <laughs> I feel like he's one of those Like, oh, I can just Kind of like he, uh-huh. co- he co-writes with people Yeah like I'm not sure what else is happening but he's just kind of one of those like idea guys I think where he can be like and then superman does this but then over in green arrow he's doing this and someone else is like you got it, boss do <laughs> <laughs> <Scrolling laughs> stuff down this like, is like international much like kind of like Dan DeDio and Keith Giffen have uh-huh. like you know Dan DeDio is not sitting there like at a computer, like typing stuff. He might up. be because he was, you know, that's how he broke into DC. He was writing with Jimmy Palmiotti on uh, Superboy. He, he was writing with someone, Paul. Yes. <laughs> you don't know how much he was writing. <laughs> no, you don't. But like, I feel like he, it's probably him. Like, and then he's gonna do this, and he yeah, got Keith Giffen. Like, all right, whatever. I don't care. I'm crash crotch- think... I'm crotchety. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't think Keith Giffen would put up with that kind of
0: shit. I think Kip Giffen goes, "This is what's going to be happening, Dan." And then Dan's like. Okay, and, and he's wearing
1: a t-shirt while it happens. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Maybe that. that. That was A Superboy, I'm guessing that's how it happened. I don't know. But it, it's kind of weird to see what's going to be happening yeah. because DC does count the new 52 as a success. It's been yeah. selling really well. It's made headlines. <laughs> Everything's going into second, third, or fourth printings now. Yeah. I mean, there's books that I ordered. That I haven't even gotten I mm-hmm. mean, we still need to take a look at Detective Comics, Batman the Dark Knight There's another book, too That um, we missed out on uh, uh, Blue Beetle Blue Beetle Okay. So, the fact that A book like Blue Beetle mm-hmm. you, you can't find And, and, and then even like They got 18 issues, right? It did. did
0: it get it, over 18? I forget I, I think it did Because I think the Spanish issue was right in there that was one of the, like the end
1: ones, mm-hmm.
0: and I know that was like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, somewhere around
1: there, I think. Because and then it was over in Teen Titans, mm-hmm. and then appearing in like Batman: Brave and the Bold. Like Boo Beetle has some legs on him, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but the I th- would say that the was Scarab never, has like six of them. Oh, but that was never like a big book, you know. Mm-hmm. The fact that you, it's hard to find. Wow. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. You know, and especially even something like Detective Comics. That's a big Batman book. Like, Mm -hmm. if you don't order Detective Comics any Wednesday or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whenever you go to buy your comics, you can walk into the shop and pick a Detective Comics off the rack, because that's one of those books that, it's a Batman book, it's going to be there. Yeah. It's going to be over ordered, And it it wasn't. So, these books have sold really well.
2: well. Yeah. And, I mean, this, this... some of the stories, like, they're one that, most of them were the ones we expected that mm-hmm. we were going to be like, uh, some of them surprise us, but, I mean, they, they're at least got, I mean,
0: they have a like year, they got legs for at least a year, most yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, at least the six issue, you know, yeah. wrap up the story, because I don't think Men in yes.
1: Well,
0: you know, I feel bad we'll, because, you know. We'll talk about this next yeah. week.
1: But it's, I mean, it's a success. It's a success. Easy to say that, but the fact that There's unrest Mm -hmm. Maybe means that While it's a success with the the buyers Mm -hmm. Maybe people inside Are just like, no, this this sucks Why are we doing this?
0: Yeah, And it might go to the whole talent thing Where maybe that's why they couldn't get That many women creators, because they were having Trouble getting any kind of creators to sign on And do these new books
1: But um, on bleedingcool.com If you're familiar with Rich Johnson, who's Basically, like a comic book muckraker. He said on his blog that there are like a couple big shakeups coming. Like, you're gonna see DC writers and artists that, hey, guess what? We're over at Marvel now. Yeah. Like, you're gonna be seeing those announcements pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So, it's gonna be kind of interesting to see like who's jumping ship and if it's because of Dan Didio, because apparently he's doing a lot of micromanaging. Uh, like, it seems like something gets handed in. It's like, okay, no, go change this. Then he gets handed back in. Okay, well, no, now you have to change this. So, what's that going to mean for not just the new DC, but the books themselves?
0: I can understand micromanaging if they really wanted to create a sense of shared universe. And I've noticed, you know, even in like some of the books, like you wouldn't expect, like I Vampire, they mention Superman and Batman. Yeah. It, th- this new 52 so far feels more... And we'll get this all into this next week. I know. But it's... if you're micromanaging because you have a vision and it, you actually have an idea of moving forward, that's one thing. But you have to let the people that are writing your books and working for you know that vision, and everybody has to buy in.
2: And, and well... Which, I mean, Dan Deo, he always seemed like he's that kind of guy. Who he takes... It- who takes everybody and and works with them and to be a micromanager? What if, what are his stories about Superboy? And yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh no, we'll change this, do this, do this. So, do you want? Super it wasn't Boy? originally
0: Superboy at all. <laughs> right?
2: Yeah, it was supposed to be um, the Guardian. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a Guardian book, and eventually it became it's Superboy. Boy, you know, yeah. like like he should like take a pause and look at his history and then see what he's doing because if that's what's happening, and, and
1: I'll see. You. This is becoming, like, a big discussion, but where are the editors in this? Because yeah. you figure, like, they're the ones that should be overseeing things and mm-hmm. saying, like, okay, well, no, in this family of books, here's how things are. Mm-hmm. Not Dan DiDio, yeah. like... There
0: should, he should have been able to sell the vision, if he has a vision, to those editors, and they should get everybody that is working on their books to also buy into that it's un- yeah, and to it's move forward. And to understand where everything's going. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what the shakeup is. Maybe there is an idea, and it's very driven and it's very focused. And the writers just don't like; they can't get the writers to buy in. They want to do different things with the books.
1: But it, it's so weird because this is becoming a bigger discussion than I wanted. No, like, it, this the, is a great discussion. In the though. like the Batman family of books, it works. Like mm-hmm. after reading Nightwing and then reading Batman right after it's like, whoa, these are like so close. Do together. they tie in? Maybe they do He feels like they do and then They should even,
0: Because Scott Snyder was writing with Kyle Higgins he was
1: On Gates of Gotham And now, now you know you've got Sna- Scott Snyder on Batman And you've got Kyle Higgins on Nightwing It makes sense mm-hmm. And then even everything with uh, Superboy and Teen Titans but Same writer Same though. writer And even like I can't mm-hmm. say uh, What do call it? Red Hood and the Atlas Because it's still mm-hmm. it, it feels like tied in, but not so much But it's kind of there like,
0: there is, you know, John and I were talking about this last night. Scott Snyder working with Jeff Lemire, Animal Man, Swamp Think. The Green and the Red had yeah. a, big, a big time. Like They're facing the same villain, but they're both, both books, they might not necessarily I, cross over, but it's the same villain that they're th- facing. Like, thematically.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: It's the rot, you know, this idea of this rot that's in both. So, you know, and they're working closely together. They've been. Friends, you know, on Twitter and everything. So watch the. If you want inside scoop, and you're a comic books fan, and you download this, load this podcast, Twitter follow the creators of books that you're interested in, and pay attention because they tell you basically everything. They t- they there's a yeah. lot that you know they talk about on Twitter, and if you can read the subtext, you'll get it. And even uh, all
2: star um, all star western. Mm -hmm. Um, a strong connection to old Gotham with Mayor Cobblepot and everything Mm -hmm. that happened in Gates of Gotham is also... Honestly, I
1: I didn't read that one yet. Like, I've I've never been a big Western fan. I liked the uh, Jonah Hex book, but I just... Pretty much look at uh, Jonah Hex Mm -hmm.
2: in... Basically, what like England, working kind of like with Sherlock Holmes. Oh, awesome. Uh, that sounds it's, fun. It's Jonah Hex trying to solve uh, Jack the Ripper case with um, Arkham. And pretty much all the society types are the ones who are... Uh, <laughs> you can't yeah. wait until one. I, I cracked open the other Earthquake list. This is listeners. too good of a discussion. I, I enjoyed it. All the society types... This is what we're all about, I'm seem sorry. ...seem to be
0: the villains. Oh, Really? and that kind of ties in even uh, Jim Lee during San Diego Comic Con he was talking about that cover for Jonah Hex him coming to that train station he made sure that he basically lightboxed that train station into Justice League Mm -hmm. like you actually see that same facade that same you know image of that train station so yeah uh, you know some
2: of those some of those books are really tying in together and you know Jonah
0: Hex coming to Gotham you know so, all in all, let's, let's wrap this kind of story yeah. up, this thing in a We're going to get into this more next week. Yeah, with the, you know, if the creators are being shaken up so you get more of a unified continuity, a unified universe, good thing? Or no, those writers make the books fun, and I'd rather have fun stories and looser continuity. That's go. Oh, fuck.
1: Don't, don't point me on um, that. Go.
0: No. <laughs> you know what? I think
2: they're com- they, they were driving to this point of the 52 and doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, those writers who were coming onto these books should have known that that's what they were going to be doing. Because they did have big shakeups. You mm-hmm. know, people who were writing this book went over to write this book, and someone else came over here. So, those people who got issued, you know, to write these issues or, hey, do you want to do this? Can you do this? Should have been doing it. Bigger fan of continuity versus the creator. Um, Is that just stupid? in general, I would rather have the creator coming up with his own idea and doing it and not being forced into these guidelines. But if that's what they were
0: selling this as, that's... I think it's a big selling point for the new 52, but... Yeah. Cool. Are you I'm, ready?
1: I'm, I'm ready. I, I've, I've given some thought. Honestly, like, my big questions have been... Where does this fall into? What's already happened before the relaunch, mm-hmm. the new Fifty Two? Um, I feel like continuity is really important, and as much as I love seeing writers doing what they want to do, they can still do that as long as everything's explained to them. So I feel like I'd rather have like a solid continuity and then stories told within that, mm-hmm. and then have a story be told, and then say like, well, the continuity doesn't apply because you are setting up a big shared universe now. Yeah. Like that's what this has all been built off of, continuity. Cool. I asked the
0: question. I don't need your
1: answer. You You had two people to listen to. Go, (laughs) Paul. Shoot
0: Shoot. from the hip. Shoot from the hip. Going from the hip. I have to say, what we love about you know the Marvel universe was the shared continuity. I think that's what gives Marvel a big edge month after month. That's why they had market share. I think it's really important for DC to do the same. And the thing is, it's not like. We're getting just Cape and Cowles in this 52. We're getting some awesome supernatural stories. We're getting, you know, a little bit, you know, different kind of storytelling. We're getting a buddy cop movie (laughs) in Red Hood. Like, there's room for these creators to play within that continuity, and I feel bad. I'd rather see, you know, maybe, you know, a handful of creators work on these books to give me that shared continuity than have... Maybe even bigger names come in. I might have to sacrifice a Neil Gaiman-written story here in the New Fifty Two to get enough new continuity. But hopefully they leave the door open. And since you know Dan, it said, "Oh, Chris, this might not have happened. We can get back to Elseworlds." Yeah, yeah. Give me true. some Else, you know, and have those writers do that. Don't kick them out the door. Don't make them want to leave. Say, you want to do that story? Let's take it a little bit farther.
1: And let's making it an Elseworlds? That's honestly, Kingdom Come was in yeah. an Elseworlds, and then they started folding that into actual mm-hmm. continuity. Yeah, yeah. So that you yeah, know, yeah, go back to Elseworlds. That's cool. Yeah. Well, not it's, anymore. Well, it could. They, else, they, yeah. it, was it was a was, world. Oh, yeah.
2: Basically,
0: it was one of the fifty-two worlds after coming out. No, well, know, of, But I'm just saying, like, you know, not with the mm-hmm. new reboots.
2: Yeah. I, you know, what I, I understand what you know them doing this, but to me, like, DC had taken some really big strides to do some really big things. <laughs> And like I like I was really getting into all the new books and to right. getting into what was going on, and then they did this and I, yeah I've picked up some books that I will now I will be getting and some I won't, but it just seems like everything you've been building up for everything from when I got back into mm-hmm. comic books and have been reading and getting into now it's just like oh I can just push that off the table I
1: got well, this new yeah, story those, no, those, yeah those stories if it, if you liked it. If it matter to you It's still there Like That's the big thing About comic books Even if you hate What a book became (laughs) Nightwing Nightwing (laughs) Like those other ones Are still there They will bring it back
0: Eventually Hopefully Like Nightwing (laughs) Nightwing (laughs) Nightwing. Uh, Yeah You you miss That they can't that they'll no longer refer to that one story that you really love. Yeah, so, like well, that's that's a little heartbreaking. That's what we talked about.
1: Before we just like wrap this up, did you guys take the uh, Nielsen survey that they had? No, no. I no? saw
0: that you posted it. I, I haven't. It's been on the Ben Board of Facebook.
2: I haven't been on my computer. To uh, do that. DC
1: Comics teamed up with the Nielsen Rating Company to offer a survey where you can actually go and put in your thoughts, like about every single book. Like it asks, mm-hmm. did you buy it? Did you read it? Would you buy it? Did you just read it and not buy it? You're not interested at all. Like, every single book. They want to know what people have thought of it. And then there's spots for comments after, like, everything. Like, what you think. So Yeah, they, I answered that survey on YouTube. And I will
0: be answering that question next week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, but I just want to say, like, I, I took it. There's actually a spot about uh, local comic book shops, mm-hmm. too. Which I thought was awesome. Because they want to know where do you shop, why do you shop there, what do you like about the store. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool that they... We're interested in that too, not just the books themselves, but where you go to get it.
0: That's cool. That's a great story. It's, you know, these things are big questions. I think they're too difficult for nerds to solve. I don't think any nerd can do anything to solve big scientific problems like, you know, continuity versus creator, you know, just doing what they want. There's no way! No way! Three, what, there's no way in three weeks they could do No. Uh, something that would
2: take scientists like 15 years to try to crack and not be able to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so glad you got the sick
2: one. <laughs> well, you really drove it I know. home. I I was afraid <laughs> to just leave it. Um, we've had uh, some big news that scientists have been trying to create a protein or work on a protein to help with AIDS research. And they've been working on this protein for 15 years without any luck. They create a program that would that they put online to have different gamers to be able to get in there and work on it. And within three weeks, mm-hmm. these gamers solved the problem.
0: It was folded on the PSN network. If you had a PS3, you could download it. I think it was either free or really cheap. And it was a game where you basically were folding proteins in order to figure out the shape so they could get in and separate the RNA structure of AIDS, and three weeks later, after this game finally released, it worked. <laughs> like it, they had an answer. And what I think is, you know,
2: the most ironic part of it all is uh, those gamers will never have sex, so they'll never
1: have AIDS.
2: <laughs> so it's like, oh, yeah, they're too busy
1: gaming to do it. Well, they'll probably just get it by holding hands or something. Right? <laughs>
2: Oh, it's your false. controller That's
0: false mm-hmm.
1: Gamers doing good
2: But, but yeah, everyone nitpicks Like, oh, gamers, they don't do anything Uh, hello, they're helping to solve AIDS <laughs>
0: You know, all things need to do Matt
2: Johnson should go shake their hands <laughs> No,
0: then they'll get AIDS <laughs> <That's> False <laughs> <That's> False <laughs> but, but no, this is a really cool story Uh, I love it I wish SETI worked I talked about this before the show. as said he was kind of the same thing. Search for extraterrestrial intelligence. He would download a program, and it would run as a screensaver, and he would just reload packets just to search for alien life, uh, you know, from the world's radio telescopes. Has not worked. This, though, proves that, hey, we have all this computing power out there, and we can use it for good if, you know, just instead of coming up and spending a ton of money to create a supercomputer... Just use all the feeder powder out there And figure out a way To make A game of it And we can solve Any problem
2: Hey let's go for Breath Breast cancer next
0: Yeah Yeah. Or breath cancer Yeah (laughs) breath
2: cancer Is
1: huge too
0: Well lung cancer (laughs) But I think I was thinking Bad breath causes cancer? Fart mouth. Fart mouth. I,
1: I don't know. I've had a lot of earthquake at this point. Okay, well, I was just looking at the can. It doesn't say how many servings are in this gigantic can. Oh, it's one. So you can only assume it's one. And it's 12% alcohol by volume.
0: By volume. But, um... Oh, it's really sizzling. Yeah. Before we update our wants of the comic book world, Xbox Live, uh, prepare for a new update. Probably just more uh, integration on the main menus with, the. Uh, the Connect, uh, coming November fifteenth. I will totally forget about this, but I, I said it here, so I warned you.
1: I'm hoping they fix up the uh, Hulu Plus navigation. It's horrible. It
0: is really bad. But That's something from Hulu that I
2: won't.
1: They need maybe. to just streamline that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's shit.
2: Get get a little get in with what they're doing with. Um, that's Netflix. developed.
0: That's developed by Netflix and that's developed by Hulu. It's yeah. not.
2: You would think that really, I mean the big place to push this for you to pay would be on these systems and you know, like on your computers. And on the computer it's really nice, but yeah. the syst- yeah. on the systems it is. It's the horrible. The
0: networks don't want it on the TV though. You know? So it's kinda like I doubt that they're really getting much, you know, push behind getting it developed so you can watch Hulu plus on the TV. Because that's why they're charging you. They don't want people doing, watching these shows on their TV. They want you to be in the seat at the time they tell you.
1: I, I feel like that's just free money for the networks uh, and companies, is, though. Because you know what? We, we, don't, themselves in the we don't pay for cable. Like We're not stealing it. Don't, don't <laughs> break it. You're cord
0: in. cutters. We,
1: like, we don't have cable. We don't mm-hmm. even have an antenna. We watch everything on either Netflix or Hulu Plus now. So if they want to get money... The only way they're going to get it from us is by Netflix or Hulu Plus.
2: And I mean, we both we both pay for our own Netflix accounts. Yeah, and I, you know, and I pay for the the um, Hulu Plus. So it's like, you know, I don't know what my point was. You had one though. I did. That's all that matters. But wait, John
1: but, was taking a stand. <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> but uh,
1: for something.
0: Yeah. Or earthquake. Earthquake. <laughs> yeah. But. Would you guys buy a season pass on like iTunes or something no. for a certain show? No. no. Could I watch it on my Xbox? Could you I could w- stream it because you download it and then you would stream it from your computer to the Xbox uh, by going to My Videos. That yeah. sounds like hassle. You go to My Videos and you find the folder that the show is. <laughs> we can actually do that with Scott. <laughs> 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 <they come> up. <laughs> True. They pop up. Uh-huh. See? It happens. Yeah, I like, would not. I'm not going to do that. Hulu Plus. Would you, instead of getting cable, spend thirty bucks a month and get Directv, and then add in Blockbuster? No, like, I think the no. cheapest plan is twenty. You know, if if $10 the bucks gets you the Blockbuster, you know, downloads and DVD rentals. No,
2: if the networks offered you an ability to buy seasons
0: pass on Xbox,
1: you I, can I, Zoom.
0: The Zoom network, they the marketplace, the TV marketplace.
1: He, I, I would pay to get like a season of a show, mm-hmm. like not to download like episodes. Like if I could stream, like if I could pay five bucks and be able to stream like Parks and Recreation, or five right. bucks and, and stream All of Always Sunny. Twenty four dollars
0: to stream. A that's season. not that's not
1: worth it. Well, the whole
0: season or all the seasons. The whole season. One whole
1: season, see, so I would just 24
0: in between that's like not worth it because you know what?
1: I'd rather wait for the DVD to come out and I can mm-hmm. buy it like on sale, like Target, for twelve ninety-nine. like after yeah. it's been out for a couple months,
0: or I can just wait 30 days and watch it on Hulu. Yeah. I did it once season pass on yeah. iTunes for uh the last season, the last book of Avatar, yeah, the last, under, yeah, and then I went out and bought the DVD <laughs> as soon as it came out.
1: Yeah, I don't know, like, I still haven't seen all the last season of Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll watch it eventually. Like, I used, John and I used to get together. We would watch that show every Thursday night when we was Thursday on Every Thursday night.
0: And it's so hard for you guys to get together now. I know, we just
1: don't, we just don't have the time. We live together! <laughs> In my old place It's so weird Martin Road Studios Martin Road Studios But yeah It's so much nicer now too
0: (laughs) You guys just got A nice new stove
1: We don't use We have cool shit On the
0: walls
1: (laughs) I don't know Here's the thing Like if I want to see something I'm okay with waiting To see it One way or another Like I don't need to Watch it as it happens Like I'd like to Something like Parks and Rec I can watch that For free on Hulu The next day no, I think it's you know. easier for
0: you guys to cut cords because you're not that into sports. Like that's true. I am dreading October seventh when the Sabers start playing, and I don't have cable right now. Oh, everything's gonna be on like versus. And it's well, MSG is oh, okay. you know a cable network here, and ah, oh, I can't. I I don't know. I think I that just means something else.
1: That
2: something else we got to help our drinking problem out even more and just go with you to bars so you can watch it
1: yeah. yeah, basically. I'm going to
0: have to go to local bars to watch the Sabres game. Oh, we can find the best local bar. Yeah. To watch the games out. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, it's, it's all good. good. We'll figure something out. We'll figure out what we want next week
1: from the comic book shop.
0: After we go to the comic book shop, maybe we'll go to a local bar. That, I
1: don't know. I, that sounds like a great day. <laughs> it does. We like should probably do this October 5th. <laughs> yeah. Which is Wednesday. That's the day new comic books come out. Well, and Chris and I both have the day off. That's true, we do. Let's go. <laughs> hey. Oh, if only you took a sick day, Paul. I can't. I'm covering for somebody. Fuck them. I
0: can't.
1: Ooh. Well, You can't. They're not going to be at work. <laughs> well, Paul, since you have to work, there has to be something you're looking forward oh, to. Oh, I
0: am. And that's Animal Man number two, written by Jeff Lemire. Uh, this book is that family dynamic that we're kind of missing in the ECU everywhere else. Everybody else is broken up. <laughs> like, there's no married, man, no married guy other than what seems Buddy Barker. And I'm happy this is happening. Uh, I'm happy the family dynamic there, and I'm really happy to hear that Scott is working with Jeff Lemire, and they're planning out this really big story that's going to, you know, be the B-plot to this awesome family story that's happening in animal man the a plot so i'm excited i'm looking forward to it i really like the art and also the color uh just like the dream sequences that whole splasher red. i have talked about this on the website what i loved about number one really looking forward to number two get on board with me
2: uh and the book like i want to get on board with and i hope it really not that it picks up but I need to see Alec Holland
1: with the Swamp Thing. And uh, hold on, Breaking bag and board News. Paul is pouring himself some more earthquake. A lot of earthquakes. He poured a lot more no, than that. And, and, and just time. a
2: second ago, Chris looked at me as he poured his own glass and went, "I like it." <laughs> Breaking news. Dun, dun, dun. Sorry, John. So, but I, I want I need this book to progress and get there. Because I really, I do, I like Swamp Thing, I liked um, Search for the Swamp Thing, I have a lot of the Swamp Thing trades from Alan Moore's run, and I'm, I don't want a whole, I don't want six, I don't want six issues of, I don't want to be the Swamp Thing, I'm a contractor! Yeah, I, we need him with the green. Yeah. and um, Swamp Thing's there, right at the end. Yeah, but the two of them aren't together. Yeah, yeah. Okay. he's been he's been there. I mean, if you if the search for Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing's there. He's, he's just mm-hmm. he's has, untethered. Yeah, at this point, he needs he needs to be grounded, and I need him to be grounded for me to continue to want this book. And this is um, this is one that I didn't pick up. Um, I picked up because it was one of Aaron's drafts, and it was one that I did want, but I wanted to see how it went. So I don't have issue number two ordered like some of the other books. But if it does pick up, it will get into my ordering, so I want it. I want it. And now uh, Snyder and Panique. Uh, Yannick Paquette. Yannick Paquette. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Um, th- that's a kind of cool and upsetting thing about the whole DCNU. Oh. Is there like we ordered all of the first issues, and then after that, like we ordered, you know, like the second and third of the books that we knew we would want to buy.
2: Or We were pretty sure.
1: Yeah, and it's just. It's so strange because there's books that kind of like surprise you coming out of this and you're like, oh, am I going to be able to actually find issue number two? But the book I'm actually looking forward to next week is a number one. And it's coming out from DC Comics. It's actually The Huntress. It's part of a six-issue miniseries written by Paul Levitz and drawn by Marcus To. Um, Paul Levitz has always been kind of a hit-or-miss writer for me. I'm never a big Legion fan and that's mostly what he's known for. But I love Marcus Till on Red Robin. He's a fantastic artist. And the Huntress is probably like one of my favorite sea list characters out there. Um she's just great. Like whenever she pops up in something, I'm always happy to see her there. Because I'm I'm not a big Birds of Prey fan, so I didn't buy that book. Like I have a couple of the trades, but that's it. But whenever she would appear in Batman or like one of the big Bat Family crossovers she always kind of stole the show for me. Yeah. So that's what I'm really hoping for out of this miniseries.
2: Uh, I also am looking forward to this. When I saw it was um, it was a book coming out, I was going to wait and see how it was. Um, but, yeah, I, it's a book that I wanted. If you guys remember when we created our comic book teams, she was one of my team mm-hmm. members. Like, yeah, I really like The Huntress. And I think the reason I didn't order it is because you were ordering I, it. I did. Yeah, so it, either that, that's the reason it's not on
0: my, uh, my calendar of books coming out next week. And as we covered before, you live together. <laughs> <laughs> you can just read it. I know, oh, exactly. I've always enjoyed Huntress more in the Bat Family books when she showed up there. Mm-hmm. Not so much in Birds of Prey, because Birds of Prey, I think Gail Simone kind of wrote her as trying to be the bad girl, but also, you know, it just didn't With a really, vulnerability. Yeah, just...
1: Which Sean likes if you listen to <laughs> the, <laughs> the show.
0: <laughs> There's a vulnerability
1: there. Uh, There's a vulnerability.
0: No, but she just didn't come, you know, because she was being such a team player, it just didn't really work. Mm-hmm. You know, um, she needs to be basically flipping Nightwing off for me and everybody else. She like,
1: needs to be that character that's standing alone, mm-hmm. not because she wants to, but because she's almost forced
0: to. Yeah, because she's making decisions that other heroes aren't comfortable with.
1: Which is like that's what I really like about mm-hmm. Helena. Like, she's just a great character. She's she's the person in the Bat
2: Family who carries a weapon. Yeah. You know, like oh, he's got a baton, he's got a stick, but
0: she's got. She's going to shoot an arrow at you, you know? Yeah. She's got a crossbow. Yeah. yeah. As long as it's better than the last time we had a Huntress miniseries, that yeah. one kind of fizzled out at the Isn't end. Is that when she had, like, the huge motorcycle? Uh, I, 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 um, I remember the miniseries. It was the Huntress like but, origins kind of thing. Yeah. Year, Which Huntress was... Year it started one. off okay. Like, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it, but It got yeah. away from itself, and it was... Uh, you,
1: I, think you, that, I think you're thinking about Hush, because she had, like, a big... Mo- uh, like,
2: yeah.
1: Purple and white motorcycle on yeah. it.
2: I think the thing that, that always like either you get a good story with her or you get that thing where they're trying to describe too much of her background and yeah. oh, she's Harvey Dent's daughter or
0: not uh, oh, who am I thinking Catwoman's daughter in Earth yeah it's long- Earth, Earth, Earth 2 uh, Earth 2 she was uh, Earth two.
1: Bruce Wayne and Selina Kyle's daughter mm-hmm. yeah but in this one, she's, like, the like daughter of a crime family that was killed.
0: Mm-hmm. And she wasn't realized that... Yeah, and they explain it in year one just really poorly. You know, the what you lent me, the trade that was her in... The question one. The question. Uh, Cry for Blood. Was a lot better. You know, give me that many series. Greg,
1: Ru- Greg Rucka writes right. a fantastic Huntress. And question. And question. And, like, not to get off track, but... What I really liked, like, what made me... Like the Huntress as a character was the Bruce Wayne fugitive stuff, Mm -hmm. where she was just kind of like stuck standing alone against the Joker, and she's like, "Where the fuck is everyone else? I'm here trying to do all this work, Mm -hmm. and I'm left alone, and like everyone else knows she's there, but it's kind of just like, "Eh, it's for you, Huntress, and like that's what I was like. She's a great character. Yeah,
0: I agree. And we get some great characters. Worked in strong female characters. I know at least with Buffy coming out from dark. Whoa! It sounds
1: like Paul, you're taking us into our main topic right now. I know. That was a smooth this, transition. This is our September look back, everybody.
0: And uh, I have to say that I'm not the biggest Buffy fan out there, and kind of because I haven't gone through all the Buffy television series. Not that I don't enjoy them. They just made me uncomfortable to watch with my mother in the room.
2: You didn't want to have a tingle in your dingle while you're <laughs> sitting in the same room as your mom? Yes. I did
0: not want like that happening. And a lot of those early episodes dealt with that kind of, like, over-sexuality, yeah. you know, overly sexual.
1: It, it, it's high school, like, yeah. sci-fi, horror, drama, comedy. Mm-hmm. So, putting sexuality, it, it factors in a bit.
0: Yeah. Um, but I have enjoyed it. The ones that I've seen, I've been going through with Netflix. And I'm basically almost all the way through the second season. So, I know Angel becomes bad. Mm. Uh, I know that Giles is a badass.
1: Giles is totally a badass. He's one of my favorite characters.
0: <laughs> and uh, But I didn't know a lot of stuff that happens in this bu- oh. Buffy. But nothing seems so out of place and so weird that it loses me.
2: And this is one of the things when we were like, well, what other books have we bought mm-hmm. this month? And it was one book of mine, and then Chris was like, well, the only things I bought was Buffy and that, but you guys haven't been reading the series. Yeah. My whole point was, if you've watched a few episodes of Buffy, or a couple mm-hmm. seasons, which uh, both Paul and I have, I've never watched all of Buffy. Oh, really? I thought you did. Okay. Um, I missed stuff here or there. When it went to UPN, mm-hmm. we didn't have UPN at the time, so I missed out on those. But
0: those are the crappy cyborg
2: episodes, that's all I know. But as I told Chris, it's like, no, you can because Buffy and Angel and those shows are so accessible. Yeah. Because once you know who the characters are, you can always follow them. Because they never really except for Willow becoming a witch.
0: What? No, that's <laughs> yes. never in
2: this book. You you never you know the characters don't really change. Uh-huh. You know, stories around them do, but these characters are always the same. And and that's why I said we can totally jump in on a new arc with
0: Buffy and a number one with Angel and Faith. If this like, was season three and not season nine, it wouldn't surprise me in the least. Really? You know, it doesn't seem... I'm, like,
1: I'm surprised by it. Like everything you guys are saying.
0: It doesn't seem like that for, you know, I missed a few episodes, I missed the season finale. Oh, the new season finale's on, the season premiere's on. And I don't. And this you, can, book up. you can
2: go. Oh, Xander's missing an eye. Uh huh. Buffy, you know, just moved destroyed, out. Of, moved out. She destroyed the seed and and magic. Whatever the seed
0: is, and magic's gone, and that's sort of cool, you know. And uh, Willow's a witch, but yeah, I mean, they make references to the episodes that I have just watched.
1: <laughs> that, that's that's kind of <laughs> yes. fun. Uh, there
0: are. I, like, I don't remember what it is. And, I mean, there's. I'll I mean, there's a couple it. characters. Is it between, the one
1: where she gets like her aptitude? Like, yeah, and she test. gets placed as like like a the, uh, like a police, police officer. officer. Yeah. Yes.
0: she mentions it,
2: and that happens in like the first or second. Season. And it, yeah. You know, like there's a couple characters like um, just turn the page back. Mm. Like I'm not sure who this guy is.
1: He that's um that's Andrew. He comes into play like in the fifth season, and then again later in the uh, seventh. Yeah. Oh, so okay.
2: just not uh, knowing because you don't really get a name.
1: No, they they don't. Yeah. Which you know? I feel like is a horrible misstep, because everything you guys are saying completely caught me off guard. Because that's why I didn't want to pass this book off to you guys. Oh, and Spike's a good guy. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. I'm like, it could
0: have happened in the season finale yeah, that I exactly. missed. Exactly. Like, I don't know who the Andrew guy is. I yeah. just thought it was some guy that she's turned to from.
1: Or the guy with the van. Yeah. I wasn't sure who that was. See, and that's the thing—they don't make mention to any of who those characters are, mm-hmm. which makes us kind of like a weaker number one. Because as a Buffy fan, like, I watched, like, the entire series. I've read almost all of the comic books, even when it was coming out before from Dark Horse. Um, I I feel like it's not accessible because you're showing these characters who really don't look anything like their series counterparts. Like, I feel like if you—the guy with the van, do you know who Riley is, John?
2: Was that the old boyfriend that was the military guy? Yes. Okay, That's 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 who I thought it was. Okay.
1: But she doesn't call him Riley. It doesn't look like the actor that played him. No. The only actors in there that look like their counterparts are Xander, Xander and, Spike. and Spike. That's it. And those guys, you can,
2: you don't, you couldn't, you didn't need to draw them that way because you know the one guy's got a patch and the one guy's got slick black uh,
1: blonde hair. Yeah. Um, I, I was honestly shocked that this issue was actually written by Joss Whedon because it comes off as someone who's trying to write Joss Whedon, like. Buffy's very like over the top bubbly mm-hmm. like it's all about her moving out and she has yeah, her own place. Me. Yeah, let's yeah. let's let's go and talk about that. Um this is like a new season. This is Buffy season number 9. Buffy's moved out. She's on her own. She's got a couple roommates and she's throwing a party to introduce yeah. her you know friends who to yeah. her roommates who don't know anything about mm-hmm. her alternate life. Um and you kind of get bits of the party, and then you get, like, the aftermath, which is Buffy, like, not remembering and kind of being regretful over what's happened during that party.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, what one of the things being someone who hasn't been following it, I wasn't sure in the beginning that that was Buffy. Yeah. Until at one point yeah. they say Buffy. I thought it might have been her younger sister was having a party because she was so bubbly. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, who you went... The only thing I can imagine is she's no longer having to be a slayer, so she's finally having that teenage childhood that she never had, and now all of a sudden it's coming forward and doing that.
1: And honestly, it's not bad at all, because she was one of many slayers. Like, yeah. I don't want to spoil anything for Paul, who's going through and watching and everything, exactly. but there were, like, an army of slayers. Like, they make mention of that yeah. in this book. Mm-hmm. They also make mention of yeah. it And they yeah. talk about an angel as well. But, yeah. um... That in the well, I knew there was more eight. than
0: one seat, uh, slayer because they deal with that like in season two when yeah. that other slayer shows up. Kendra, the black girl. Yeah, I love, I
1: love Kendra, but like stuff happened and Buffy destroys what's called the seed, which is like the base of all magic mm-hmm. on Earth, and that's a huge thing. And they just kind of make passing references to it mm-hmm. in this book. Unless you read that front paragraph on like the opposite side of the cover, which mm-hmm. basically tells you what happened. Didn't do that. Which I'm, I'm kind of glad is in there, because I've, as someone who's like watched everything and read everything, I feel like just jumping into this, it's not the best number one you can read. Uh, and I, I, I feel like it's just... A lot of that has to do with George's uh art, because... The characters aren't recognizable.
2: What she looks nothing. Yeah. I mean, a little yeah. bit. Willow here, doesn't at all. She no. looks like. And I read Sarah an, Michelle Gellar.
1: I read an interview with him where he said he didn't want to draw those characters to their likeness. He wanted it to be more like they could be anyone. Mm-hmm. But when you have seven seasons yeah. of a TV show where people know, you know, Sarah Michelle Gellar as yeah. Buffy,
0: she's you, on the cover. See. You know, I yeah. thought it was a like, almost a likeness issue. Like sometimes no. they, <laughs> the comic books don't get the likenesses from the actual you know, you know uh, players uh, yeah. actors. Thank you. Um, no, not at all. And it, it isn't that. So that's what I, I was like, oh, they probably just don't have the likeness right.
1: Honestly, because all of um, season eight, the series before this, mm-hmm. hit each issue shipped with two covers. One drawn by George Genti, the yeah. artist who does the interiors. And another one by artist Joe Chen, who Paul, you might know from doing all of the Runaways covers. Yes. Who, when she does a cover, it's straight up photorealistic. Yeah. You see, there's an advertisement for like, "Hey, pick up all the previous Buffy books." That's yeah, and Sarah and the- Michelle Gellar. You see there. Yeah. And that was from the last issue of season eight.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's why I'm pointing it out. You, you're like, if I picked up this book, I'd be a little bit more upset. On the interiors.
2: Well, that was like Paul had that page flipped open, and I pointed uh-huh. like, "Yeah, look at that." And then Buffy's right there next to her, and you uh-huh. can't tell that it's Buffy.
0: Yeah, and I can't tell that's Willow until they say Willow. Yeah, but yeah. that's something I got over real quick, mm-hmm. even as a new reader, and I don't feel like I was lost or that was too too much no. of a detriment because I was expecting not to know all these characters anyways.
2: And I think it comes from like like with me is I would hop into mid season. So you have to play catch-up a little bit. And I was totally fine with playing catch-up. Like, I wouldn't mind... I wouldn't mind borrowing your past seasons and reading them. I wouldn't mind following these and seeing what happens. You know, it's kind of a fun little end,
0: too, This This was kind of this was... Was where I thought... Joss Whedon's over Joss whedon it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, this is kind of more like one of those light-hearted, fun, yeah. Buffy episodes that you would yeah. get, where there's still, like, some stuff happening in it that drives along the story. Well, oh, that B
0: e storyline is bubbling up, that, it, the pretense and that tension is coming, but let's not worry about that. It's
1: like, ways. yeah, you have, you have something happening, like, there's this uh-huh. demon who's like, kill all. Yeah. Like, and you're, you're going to get that throughout this season, but it yeah. starts off, it's it's a party issue. Yeah.
0: Not to say that there isn't that stuff going on, because there is, and it definitely makes you feel. It gives you enough to know where the season's going, but give you that fun like romp that I think the character deserves after killing the seed. I don't know what that meant. It just seems really big. Yeah, it, is. <laughs> it just it, it seems is. like achievement unlock, kind <laughs> of like at least a hundred gamer points worth.
1: And that, and that, and that's what it was. I mean, yeah. the seed was basically the root of all magic on earth. Yeah. So it's it's done. Like I'd expect Willow to be a
0: little more
1: pissed. You you'd think you, so. You know, there you can send some underlying yeah. hostility
0: and they yeah. gotta cover it. And that's enough there to let you know that this is probably going to be dealt with for the rest of this season.
2: Yeah. Uh, I am surprised that like I didn't I didn't even realize till Chris message it that it is written by Joss because it seemed like someone trying to yeah. be Joss. Yes. That's what that's what Chris said. Yeah, exactly.
1: As soon as he pointed it out, I was like,
2: what? Like, I hit a double check. I was like, yeah. crazy.
1: And the complete opposite of that, actually, is the Angel and Faith book, which yeah. I really enjoyed. Um, Paul, you said you never actually watched any of Angel. Mm-hmm. John, again, like Buffy, you were kind of like sporadic like I, here I was sporadic except sister. for
2: the last few seasons your I, I watched re, re, religiously, like every week I would watch yeah, cause my sister, huge Buffy and um angel fan. my sister actually you know paid for cable not because, like oh, she was gonna steal it, but because like why bother mm-hmm. just to have UPN to watch Buffy mm-hmm. you know, and so. It, it it is something that like our my sister and I do really love. I bought my sister the angel puppet from the one season when it gets turned into a, it's a the, uh the
1: the smile time. Yeah, episode. I
2: had to I had to search high and low and find that for her. And it was probably one of the best gifts
1: I've ever it's given her. A, it's, it's a fantastic gift. I, I kind of I've <laughs> seen that like at comic book conventions, and I've kind of always wanted to buy one, but it's like I can't spend that much money on it because it goes for a lot now. It it does. And I found it on a website that
2: you if you joined their mailing list subscription to their website for fifty dollars, it was sent to you as like a gift, and but you had to wait like six months. And when I heard about the doll and that, I found it and and did that for my sister. And I still get I still get like emails from this thing, and I'm like, Ugh, leave me alone. Back to the book, though. <laughs> um, yes, I, I I do know a lot about
1: Angel. Um, Aussie, written by Christos Gage, drawn by Rebecca Isaacs, who also did the um the cover and the cover of Buffy number one.
0: Okay.
1: Um, it it has a great like dreamlike quality to the Buffy one, but whatever. Um, Aussie, this. Read a lot more like a Buffy or Angel episode than Buffy number one did. Um, what you have here is, spoiler alert, back during the Buffy season eight, at the end of it, Angel, her ex-boyfriend, current vampire, kills Giles under the influence of this entity called Twilight. <laughs> and what you have here is an Angel and Faith team-up book where they're going through reading the uh, Watcher Diaries in mm-hmm. learning stuff, and Angel, who is always you know a vampire with a soul, cursed with regret. This is like the one thing that he completely regrets more than anything else. He killed Giles, and you have them kind of like, I don't want to say like running cleanup, mm-hmm. but kind of you know checking in on stuff that he has done before. Well, I think running cleanup is exactly what we'll call it. Running cleanup, I
0: think. And when you said I don't want to call it that, I'm like, no, that that's, that's it. exactly that's that,
1: exactly what it is. is um, but <laughs> honestly, like, I feel like this was such a strong issue mm-hmm. um, because it helps to know who these characters are, but it's completely accessible. Um, you're told right at the beginning what's happened before, like it's a, it starts with a flashback, yeah, and then you're caught right up to speed. Like,
0: They're not told it's a flashback, at least for me, because I didn't know Giles okay. was kicked it. Well, like three, four
1: pages (laughs) in, I think, like you, you have it told that, like, okay, here we are now.
0: Yeah, once Um, once they actually show you. Once they show up, and they they
2: make men they make mention of it
0: once uh, Angel and um, Faith show up. I definitely feel, especially with this book, and also with maybe Buffy, you definitely want to get at least through two seasons of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It would help. Before jumping in, maybe
1: three. Because in the third one, that's when spoilers for a TV show that aired like 12 years ago. um, That's when Faith, like, kind of goes on her rogue, like, bad side, like, killing random people. Oh, two random people.
0: I've never met Faith. Really? I have no idea about Um, Faith. Faith, That's why I was like, oh, she's just another slayer. Faith
1: is another slayer who kind of goes rogue. Okay, I didn't know um, she like who was trying to make up for past mistakes. So her teamed up with Angel mm-hmm. is a great dynamic and it's explored a lot more in the Angel TV show. Yeah. Um they have a like a good playoff of each other. So when I heard it was Angel and Faith, not just Angel, mm-hmm. I became instantly more intrigued by this book because the IDW issues of Angel were really bad. Yeah. I did not like I it know. at all. Like I didn't even buy it. Like, after, I think, like, 12 issues. Like, I just, I couldn't even put the money towards it. But I, I really enjoyed this issue. And after reading number two, like, I can't wait for more. Honestly, more so than Buffy.
0: I knew Robert Giles was dead because of the cover, but not really. I'm like, oh, it must be Well, you other. just notice that now. No, I <laughs> really? didn't notice that a while ago. But, you know, I wasn't sure until, like, it actually was explained in the book. Because I'm like, oh.
2: And and like the I mean different than the Buffy the characters look like the characters yes. in here I mean Giles looks so spot on in every single shot of them you see the actors you see the actors and, and it's, it's
1: it's not, not a photo reference it's not like you can look at a panel and be like oh that's you know just okay. lifted from a cast shot like they're they're drawn
0: it's not stiff
1: and which you would get from the panel.
2: I mean with with Angel and the Faith characters every once in a while it doesn't it, it looks like them versus
1: not. Nah. Angel's dead on, I yeah. think. I don't know. Uh, he they, no, he looks a lot like David Mornian. Yeah. Oh,
2: he does, but there's some, like, I Was mean, this so. definitely and definitely... He, he
1: is from uh, WNY. Mm-hmm.
2: A few other, and then there's a few that he doesn't, and so does Faith, but then there's some that are just totally spot on. Um, and yeah, definitely, not only can you pick this up having watched a few seasons, but I feel bad that, like, I should go to a comic book shop and buy these issues and give them to my
0: sister. Yeah.
2: Because she would. She'd love them. Well, they are available
0: in omnibus and trade format, (laughs) the advertisements tell us somewhere. Uh, Or at least for the Buffy. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Okay. (laughs) I'm talking, like, going and picking up these two issues. Oh, yeah. And 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 giving it to my sister. Be like, if you give me more money, I will pick up more (laughs) for you. Uh, you You're talking about the artist nailing the look, but Christos Gage, man, he nailed the voice of Giles that kind of, like, you know... He's doing some badass shit, and he knows it's kind of not quite right, and he's like, oh, never mind, it's okay. I know I'm bleeding, but don't worry, it's going to make more of a mess of your towels than it is of me. Like, that kind of like stiff upper lipness that Giles has, hands down, is awesome.
1: And Christos Gage is a writer like I've always been aware of, Actor, he worked yeah. out for a while. He, done he's done. He's books. done a lot of like jumping between like Marvel and Wildstorm. Like he did Authority. He did some Wildcat stuff. Mm-hmm. Then he would go over to Marvel and do like an X Men miniseries. Then he'd go back to like Wildstorm to mm-hmm. knock out something. Then he'd go back to Marvel and do he's, like a Spider Man thing. He's a
0: great. Work- you know, he's one of the best comic book writers.
1: After After reading this, I want to check out like something that comes out from him. like mm-hmm. this has put him on the map for me. Like. If I see a Marvel book that I'm slightly intrigued by, and I see Christo's Gage on the cover, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll grab it now. Uh, yeah, he
2: grabbed all of those characters' voices perfectly. And yeah, mm-hmm. he had Giles nailed as someone who watched the series, that yeah. like was a fan of the series. And for you, only of watching, like, two seasons of I where... I thought he was a Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> but, but where he... Oh, the Ripper stuff's so great. But where he's... Where he's gone. Those first mm-hmm. two seasons, he almost seems like a lightweight. To where, like later on,
0: where they go with him, he definitely holds his own in the second season. Oh, he gets though.
1: he gets even more badass, Paul. Just uh, yeah, he does. Like he he. See, I he thought there was
0: a it. new watcher eventually, though, that comes in. There is, yes. and see, I thought maybe he died like during the season, but no. then them to explaining it here in the book. No, I just he just killed him off in season eight. I was like. Then what the fuck were you doing with the new Watcher? Giles is awesome. Why didn't you get rid of Giles? Um, basically,
1: Giles was discredited. So the council sends a new Watcher to check up on Buffy.
0: Who's
2: a bit of a piss pussy. Until Angel.
1: He's so badass. <laughs> he, he became oh, one of my favorite yeah, characters. Especially
0: towards the end, too. He's fucking psychotic.
1: Paul, I I... I want to sit down and just like watch all of Buffy and Angel Well, we you.
2: should pick a night every week
0: we get together and watch one. I, I love all
1: these shows, so... Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, if you guys want to pick out a night, uh, let me know. Not Wednesday, that's... my <laughs> will start galactic a night with <laughs> Eric, so... You know. And once you get to the point that we're at, we'll come over and watch <laughs> that. Because we haven't... We're, like... Season
2: four, we're, we're stalled. It's, yeah.
0: Sputtered out. But, uh, man. We'll put that on hold. Christos Gage, awesome writer. Over at Marvel, you'll pick up that book. Uh,
2: I'll gladly speaking pick it up. of a book from Marvel we're picking up, but oh! we're also reviewing Look, you handed that to me, I took it and I ran with you it. You took it and nursed
1: it mm-hmm. like a baby chick.
2: Uh we picked up Edgar Rice Burroughs, John Carter, A Princess of Mars. Um, you two have it, but I've actually I've actually read this book. <laughs> wow. Uh, the, and the, I the, read the this actual, book also. The actual, this one. the actual novel. Oh, okay. The writer from Mars, John, uh, which is actually just called Princess of Mars. Oh. Which was the start of was a book and then a start of a series, mm-hmm. um, and uh, written by Roger Langridge, art by uh, Philip Andre. But uh, what you have is a soldier, a, a former soldier. Mm -hmm. Um, from um, the Civil War who travels to the west to have a gold mine who's attacked by these unknown riders, runs into a cave, and is all of a sudden transported to Mars. Civil War, you
0: say? Yeah. I
1: didn't know they had serial numbers back in the Civil War. Because during the Civil War, they didn't have gold tags. Like seriously, like they talk about yeah. him like going into the mine, but that's it. Exactly. Like, yeah.
0: I didn't it, know it, it, what time frame he was yeah. from. Yeah. I thought it was maybe World War Two. No,
2: it's yeah. it's he's a um he's a northern soldier, I believe. Mm. Yeah. Um goes to the old west, gold mine. Yeah, it 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 mm-hmm. it
0: gives you And if he's a northern soldier, I don't think they have that kind of discipline. <laughs> or name <they laughs> rank serial number. Uh yeah, I think that is
2: I'm speaking as a Texan. <laughs> that that's something that that i think that's something that they just put in to show you that he's a soldier uh-huh. yeah yeah um and that could be because, that across, because but... uh, the first couple chapters are are him is it's princess of mars is written in the beginning almost just like a memoir read by his
0: nephew or mm-hmm. something
2: like that I, I i kind of forget it's been about 10 years since i've read the book right um, But it 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 quickly him having a gold mine, him running to the thing is told in like one page, a few panels, and then you get right into the thing with him in, at yeah. in, in Mars. And That's pretty where much, really is. And yeah, the the first issue is probably about the first five, six chapters condensed yeah. down. I think told really well because when the book really picks up is where this book ends. But you have John Carter, who he's he's on Mars. He's captured by these aliens, Mm -hmm. and he pretty much is being. He understands what they're saying, but they don't understand what he's saying. And he realizes that he's reading their minds or reading their projections Mm -hmm. of their minds. And uh, and he and he gets you know he captured they they see that he's worth maybe something mm-hmm. by the fact that he has because of his muscle structure on on their planet he can jump extremely high There's the he's, gravity's so low and um, he has a little more strength than they think mm-hmm. and um, he's not really gonna sell himself till the next couple couple books but you have him kind of wandering around with his guard dog because he's a prisoner because he is a prisoner yes thank you
0: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, um, I, it's an interesting tale. I probably will pick up um the five issues just because I have read the book yeah.
1: and the art I do enjoy the art. I, I like it. It's a very different style, like it has a Scotty young cover, which mm-hmm. I fucking yeah. love Scotty. Yeah. Um but the interior artwork, it's still kind of similar to like Scotty's like newer style.
0: Yeah, it's a little more detailed than it, Scotty's newer style. It's uh, exaggerated
1: mm-hmm. in a way, but it's still more realistic,
2: Kirk, yeah, and it, it it goes a little with kind of the
0: art that the art that was in. He has a very Greco-Roman like. Yeah, it, it reminds yes. me of a very almost mythological like how the cheekbones are structured, how jagged the che- it comes with the chin. It's like the very the nose. Yeah. It's very, you know, Greco-Roman, Roman. but it doesn't look. Well, it kind of look. He makes it look like he's a Greco-Roman, also like yeah. he's this gladiator.
2: But the, um, and then like the aliens, completely round faces. You yeah. know, they don't have that total angled face.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, but
0: uh, I, the Can first we ship to go to the princess at the very end of the book. Spoilers. 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 A princess. We're princess. The, of the Mars. series yes. is called Princess of Mars. Um, but she, you know, also looks very, you know, like Cleopatra, like you know, yeah, yeah. And, in the, and the hair just kinda of flowing. Mm-hmm. It almost you know, like this makes me think almost like Aeon Flux. Yes. Yeah, I can yeah, 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 you know I can that. see that. So it's almost an Aeon Flux, but you know, then you got the aliens that are more round, but that's the kind of style I'm thinking.
1: <laughs> like this is a book I was really looking forward to reading because of the movie coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I've always wanted to check out John Carter Mars because I knew it was like such a huge book. Mm-hmm. And like I just I haven't had the time to read any of it. And I know this is something that Like people have been dying to adapt and direct.
2: Uh, Also, uh, John Favreau Mm. has been before he got Iron Man. This was the book or what the movie that he's been fighting to make. And after he got Iron Man, he still
0: was pushing for it. Mm -hmm. But this is where Superman basically comes from. Well, I'm John Carter from Mars. It's Superman is the direct. Instead of making the human go to a distant world, it's bringing an alien from a distant world to Earth. Where he has all these powers. It's basically Superman in reverse.
1: Like, I, not to make this a movie discussion, but it's Andrew Stanton who's doing uh, the actual Disney movie, mm-hmm. John Carter of Mars. And he's a Pixar director. He did Finding Nemo. He did wall I mm-hmm. um, I can't remember which other ones he actually directed, but he's worked on Pixar. I mean, it's mm-hmm. so, like, insular. Like, if you're in the Pixar family, you've worked on... All of the Pixar yeah. movies. So this is like the first live-action Pixar movie, pretty much, even though it's not under that banner. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to it for that reason. But it, it does look like a cool movie, just like that sci-fi action-adventure edge. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of looking forward to reading this, but I felt a little too thrown into it. I, I don't know if anyone I, else kind of got that feeling.
0: I thought felt that way, but I felt we were supposed to, so we felt like John Carter... Like, he just showed up, and you kind of just showed up with him. So, it kind of it you know, I felt like that was a story I, device for me to, you know, sympathize with the character
1: more. I, I understand that, mm-hmm. but I feel like I wasn't just arriving with him. Right. Yeah. Like, I felt like I'm just jumping into something that's already happening, mm-hmm. instead of, like, one of those, like, whoa, where I'm at.
0: Because you don't get the... The character saying, "Whoa, where yeah, am I don't get I? that narration." Like, if we had one more panel of these green guys running up to him and him being like, "Whoa, where am I?" Yeah, would that have settled it for you? I think like that
1: would have helped a little bit because I wouldn't be like life? flipping back looking for did I miss page number one?
0: Did you miss yeah. the paragraph? That <laughs> yeah, <usually starts laughs> exactly. And there's no one. It's a Captain America. And like, like I said. Like, for
2: sneakers. Yeah, sneakers. Captain America
0: footwear.
1: Yeah.
2: And like I said, oh, they summed everything up really well for me. Because I've read the book. Like, I've read uh-huh. those little things of when he gets there and he meets these green aliens and he beats the shit out of one of them and jumps away and then is kind of caught a little bit mm-hmm. later. Uh- like, you have those moments that I know about where I'm like, oh, they summed this up so great. Yeah. I don't have to read all that again.
1: Honestly. The parallels between this and Buffy number one, Mm -hmm. because, okay, you're aware of what happened in, you know, the John of Mars book. I'm aware of what happened in Buffy. You guys felt like right at home jumping into it because you Mm -hmm. had that, you know, bare, like, minimum knowledge Knowledge. from, like, you know, watching a few episodes. Mm -hmm. I felt just, like, way too thrown into this. Okay. So, like, the fact that you guys were able to latch on to Buffy and, like, I couldn't jump into this, like, that's... I don't know. I liked John. Were you you not?
0: No, I I didn't feel that way. I felt like, oh, this is a perfect story device to make me feel just like John does right now. The main character. I am now more sympathetic because I'm kind of like in the story trying to figure it out as well. Are these green guys bad guys? Are they good guys? Are they going to be using John for their own means and it's a bad thing for everybody? Mm -hmm. Or what? And I'm like, I'm willing to read issues to three and four to get it you know, to get the and five to get the rest of the story, and I I felt like you know, I see if I was him, I'd be doing the same thing. Like just kinda going along, looking around, trying to figure out what's going on, allowing myself to be a prisoner. But then when the opportunity strikes to see, oh, there's something big.
1: I'm gonna jump. And see that's actually like I'm there. I'm there. i there I felt like just thrown in abruptly uh-huh. and it was like as a reader mm-hmm. who's like honestly reading this as something like yeah. oh I, I've had a passing interest in this we're going to be talking about it like I just felt him too abrupt okay it was honestly and what Paula you just said right there where you're like once you have that not chance to get away but like mm-hmm. I'm going to because I can yeah that's honestly right where I got into this book okay that's... Because I, that's a,
0: is that the first time you felt like John was doing something that you would do in the same yeah. situation? And that's, and that's the thing. That but was like, that
1: moment where I was like, okay, I, I understand this. Like, you're pounding around <laughs> with your guard, uh, your guard dog there. Uh-huh. Like, cool. Yeah. And it, it's probably... Like, I don't know, like... See, the same
0: thing happened for me earlier where I'm like, oh, if I was captured by these aliens and I didn't know where I was, I would be doing the same thing. I had that buy-in earlier than you.
1: It was just uh-huh. that last half or three quarters mm-hmm. I can't remember where it actually happened because I just yes. read it. Yes, um, <laughs> it it was like that last part there where I was like okay like I'm on board with this and I am intrigued to see where it goes but it, it was more just like the beginning for me like put me off like I don't yes. want it to sound like a bad review at all because I did enjoy it
2: mm-hmm. yeah I, I mean and in the book like it's the first probably six seven chapters of to get to this point, mm-hmm. and those chapters are a little drawn out. There yeah. have a lot of him just walking around and looking at the rocks and going into this room and mm-hmm. doing that kind of stuff. Getting the lay of the land. the lay of the land. But it, it just, I was like, oh, man. Now, like, I told my aunt, who's the person who gave me the book to read, uh-huh. I was like, oh, man, they sum it up right till they get to the point where the ship comes and the princess is there. In one issue. And she goes, oh, that's pretty good. And I was like, yeah. yeah, it was really good. Like, yeah, it was like, boom, there, done. And she's like, well, I would be worried that they wouldn't touch on, you know, how we got there. I'm like, nope, did it in a, did it in a page. Like, chase through the thing, all of a sudden gets dizzy, boom. Yep. On Mars. She goes, oh, that's good. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, uh, next time I
0: see you, I'll bring it. Like,
1: <laughs> maybe if I had read the book.
0: I yeah. Know, I, and, I I haven't, and I feel like I'm in. I'm just more, like... Hey, just because she looks like you, fella, doesn't mean she's the good girl here. (laughs) All all I know (laughs) is these
1: aliens might be good. These green guys might be the good ones. All I know is from like reading comic book solicitations is Dejah Thoris is like massive cans and like wears nothing, like because that's how she's always drawn for comic book Um, covers.
2: And I, when we reviewed Wednesday comics Mm -hmm. with um, the uh, Adam Strange. I was talking about an art art style that oh, you I guys... Really,
1: I hate Paul Pope.
2: You Paul, yeah. Pope, but Paul Pope was doing the art from that book of uh, Princess of Mars. Mm. So I totally got what he was going for with that style, because on every couple pages, there was a drawn picture like that in the book.
1: And See, it that,
2: was like, oh, sci-fi book.
1: Yeah, That's his, that's his style, home. which I just don't like.
0: And also, you know, if you're talking about Adam Strange... That is John yeah. Carter Mark Yeah, yeah pretty much and, <laughs> and, and that's the style that he was they going be. for And if you go
2: back to listen to those I try to explain it, but I can't remember the writer Or the book
1: okay. Or the artist yeah, yeah. It's okay <laughs> And this isn't a book we're reviewing But damn, Paul, Paul brought Daredevil number four Over to pass off It was double shipped We had
0: three and four this month Because I, did, I
1: didn't pick it up Um, I don't remember if I ordered this one or not but Daredevil number four from Marvel Comics, this cover is awesome. Like when yep. you got, you had it over on your side of the table. I was looking at it, and it's quick glance, you see Daredevil like jumping across the cityscape. Uh-huh. But then when you look again, you're like, no, those are gun barrels. It's a yeah. beautiful cover. And then I just started flipping through it, and I was like, first page, right? This is oh. a like beautiful book. Like how many how many panels is that? That's You're 12. looking at like yeah, twelve panels per page, panels per and page. then you First have him like fighting a lion like on uh-huh. page three. It's, it's Daredevil. I I it's love this the book. The
0: most I, fun book. I can't wait not. to read. And this. I can't
2: I can't rave enough about this book because Mark Wade and um, Paulo the, Rivera. Paulo Rivera. I'm pretty my, sure that's who's doing this. Song. My they they just, just no, Marcos to, Martin. Yeah, they just Marcos, switched yeah. to Marcos Martin. Oh, Paulo
0: Rivera they? was on issue three, I think. You guys have issue three in front of you? No, no, I think you did. You have it. Paul Rivera did like
1: the first one or two, and then Marcus Martin did the backup in the first one.
2: Um, But it's my favorite creative team in comic books right now.
1: It's a great book. Like I can't wait to read Mark
2: Wade on Daredevil. You guys have it. He he nails it. Just picture perfect. And um, yeah, it's a book I can't talk enough
0: about. It is beautifully drawn and beautifully executed. It's Daredevil not being a naval gazer. Oh, woe is me. Everybody's that I love dies. So, <laughs> you know. It's what you, would really, it's what you absolutely really want it's, out of a Daredevil book. It's, it's getting back to that Stanley, Lee, like, I'm going to take off my mask and show all the ladies who I am, so i get get laid tonight kind of Daredevil.
1: That I do like it because it, so, I'm sorry, like, I was kind of just like... Go ahead. Because, like... Gathering my thoughts as you were speak, it's like kind of it's a fun daredevil.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's like that. Oh, it, like it's not life's great. Like mm-hmm. life's so pretty shitty for yeah. Matt Murdock, but Daredevil is having a good time, mm-hmm. and, and it, it's fun.
0: I mean, it's, Peter I, Parker swing webs because it clears his head and enjoys it. Matt Murdock going into the Daredevil costume, enjoying it. And Matt Murdock also having fun telling hot dog vendors. Oh, I'm not Daredevil. <laughs> like come on. I I
2: um, Ed Brubaker's run on Daredevil made me that actually great. like the character. Uh-huh. And for what was going on in Matt's life, it he was able to do it. He had that dark grittiness. This doesn't have the grittiness. It doesn't have the darkness. It's it's again what you wanted out of that book you got what you want out of this book you get like it's oh man i wish i wasn't flipping through why it. did you do that i'm to sorry me? i'm sorry oh man That's, i'm going to ruin I'm, it for you cuz Chris just ruined no, it for me no don't don't okay, do it to our listeners it's a good ending it, yeah oh that no, I, I, I
1: can't wait to read it even more now
2: i'm glad that you read a lot faster than me so you can read it in like <laughs> you can read this in like 2 minutes and hand it to me and i'll spend like 10
1: i, I could have read it in the t- <laughs> <laughs> I read
2: three comic books in the time
1: it took you to read
2: two, doesn't mean
1: that.
0: You're I
2: like two? to absorb everything, yeah, especially if we're going to be reviewing it. Like yeah, I, I'm reading it, and I and I kept going. Who is this? This is Buffy.
1: Yeah, you
2: know I, the angel. Who is Charing?
1: I'm. I'm. Buffy, I not I, to go back to Buffy number one, but like, especially because you're thrown right in with her, like opening the door, and you're like, who am I looking? Yeah, at? Yeah, I, I didn't have, have that. But if it know. looked like Sarah
2: Michelle Gellar. I would have
0: gone. Oh, it's Buffy right away. But it caused it me to turn back and reread that page. But I, I did the same. Yeah, if okay. you saw, I like I thumbed back. Like, okay, that's the same girl throughout. Okay, and that's Buffy. Yeah. Okay, now that I know because it's Buffy, because somebody says it's Buffy,
2: <laughs> I'm good. When her hair when her hair was down looked nothing like when her hair was up. Yeah, but I was like trying to. I was trying to gather who everyone was. Like I was mm-hmm. taking my time with that book. The I,
1: Angel one, I I went through pretty quick. I, I'm, and I'm sorry, not, if we're getting back on this, but like for Buffy <laughs> season nine, air quotes, you shouldn't have to be flipping through to be like, who's this? Who's this? Like, and that's why I think Angel did really well.
0: Mm-hmm. But if I was reading season eight, I would know that was who it was. Unless you're saying even even
1: you. season eight, like the characters are drawn like this exact same style. So and like
0: even you had a problem knowing that was Buffy? And
1: it was more like one of those, like, oh, someone's calling her Buffy. Okay, that's Buffy. Okay. Like, Xander, you, you can kind of pick yeah. up. like. I
0: only know he was missing an eye because he spoiled that thing. I'm sorry. It's such a great <laughs> moment, Paul. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't
1: wait to watch that episode again with Caleb because it's...
0: Um, <laughs> and, like, with John Carter of
2: Mars, is... Nothing bad happens to us. <laughs> We're on the outside watching things. Um, it's, it's one of those books where... This is the issue that gets you, that gets you caught up to mm. the extreme amount of greatness that's gonna come. Yeah, like it, this is the thing. Like, listen, this is where we are. This is where the princess is. Now things are really gonna get done, because that's what those first couple chapters are. Like, you get a little bored, and then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, these guys are coming. Oh, what's John Carter gonna? Oh, he's super badass, and oh, that's gonna happen, and. There's guns and what? <laughs> oh shit! Like it really, it really picks up. So for this issue, and like when I told my aunt, like Ooh, like the first six chapters summed up in one book. I can't wait for the rest because it's four more issues of just sh- what should be really coolness. So,
1: like, I'm I'm looking forward to reading more. So the rest of it's going to be just like it going
2: sh- all if, out. If 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 it is if if they're summing up the first six, seven chapters like this, the rest of the stuff should be
1: does nicely done. Does it say how many issues this is gonna it's be? It's
2: one of this is one of five. Okay. So you got four issues where it should be him, you know, him trying to get the princess and then with the other humans that are on the, the planet and everything. So do you think four issues after this is enough yes. to Okay. I, I was I actually went back and was like, are they gonna do this in three? Or five? Really? I was like, Whoa, cool. Okay. See, okay.
1: The fact that because
2: like... the book isn't that big. Like it's not a thick book. Mm-hmm. It's a pulp.
1: So it's right. like a little bit like maybe like two hundred pages? Something like that. Okay. Yeah.
2: Um but I you know what, I don't know if they're gonna tie in some of the other books into into it. Because I I only read there's I know it's a huge series, but I only read Princess of Mars.
0: Cool. And uh talking about reading, we've been doing a ton <laughs> of reading. Yeah. All fifty-two. I know we mentioned on this podcast that we're missing some. Hopefully by next week we'll find them. Uh, If not, uh, unfortunately, but next week we'll be bringing you basically our power Um, rankings. (laughs) We're not going to go through all fifty-two power ranked, but probably top five, top ten.
1: I I, I feel like we can do like a quick like go through every issue, Uh yeah, and see what we
0: liked about it. Disagree with our fellow. uh, Bag Boarders, you know, what they liked. Maybe we liked some books that they didn't like. Uh, talk about, basically, yeah, give our you know, quick thoughts on them all. And also talk about which books we want to keep on reading. That's that's
1: uh, why I'm really looking forward to just talking yeah. about that.
0: And we better write that down so that way we can keep on doing what we're doing. If
1: you want to know what we've thought of the books that we've read so far, head on over to bagandboard.com. We've done Bag and Board by... Quick, like, two, three-minute reviews of every single book that we've read thus far. You can also find them on our Facebook page. Just go over and like us. We're Bagging Board. Mm-hmm. Um, you can click on the
0: link at com to the YouTube channel. It'll bring you right there. So if you want to, you know, give us some words of encouragement on the YouTube channel, do it there. If you read a review or watch a review of ours and you disagree or want to add a comment, you know, comment on the video. Just click on the video. And we'll
2: and we'll, we'll talk to you about it, even and through there. Or, yeah. or
1: find us on Facebook, because we are willing to talk about these, because it's something that we are excited mm-hmm. about. It's something that we love. If you can't tell, we've been doing almost 100 episodes of this. Like, you should know, we love comic mm-hmm. books. We want to talk about them. That's why we do this.
0: Hey, somebody commented on one of the videos, and I commented back within an hour or so. So, you know, we're watching. We're like, paying attention.
1: I, I feel like... After I've gotten home from work, all I've been doing is, yeah. like, putting up episodes.
0: <laughs> and all I've been doing is checking to see which episodes are up, checking emails to see <laughs> if there's any comments, and, and checking our feeds, and also buying ads on Google+. Plus what's, or
1: Google. what's fun is, like, four weeks in September, we've only uploaded the first two weeks of yeah. Bag and Board Bites. We've looked at, like, all the books that have come out. And when I say all, I mean we missed um, Detective Comics because that okay. was sold out. And Blue Beetle. Like. Well, that that's in the, like the third and fourth weeks. Yeah. yeah. So we haven't put up those ones yet. But
0: I know we didn't talk about Justice League, but we talked about it on that, all, like, was, like, that, that was, it was that was August. So yeah, and it was also that doesn't August.
1: count. Yeah. it.
2: Okay. Um, and it's it's kind of fun. Like the next three, this episode and the next two are fun look back episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's going to be awesome because we're we're approaching episode number one hundred.
0: You know what, I probably will put eventually a post up uh, bringing you the not episode where we talk about when we first heard about the new 52, uh, putting the link to the podcast right there. Oh, yeah, I forgot up. about that. That yeah. was us just like going off on a rail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did too. Like, yeah, we, we, we spent a whole episode just talking uh, not about that episode, it. you know, yeah. the, our episode draft. Uh, a link to our YouTube channel. Everything you want from uh, that, anything that, that we ever talked about, the New 52, all under one little house. Probably next week after we post the next episode, so you can look for that post there. So you can find everything you want from the New 52, from Bag the Boardcast, right under one po- post. Like We're getting our shit
1: together. This, this oh, has been a lot trying. of fun. Like Not to like go totally retrospective, uh-huh. but... This has been great. Just like everything kind of coming together with mm-hmm. the YouTube, with the podcast, with the website. Like, mm-hmm. It's a great time to not just be a bagging board fan, <laughs> yeah. but to be a member of the show. <laughs> to be a member... When
0: are we relaunching the website? No,
1: the real... we're not. We're doing well now.
0: <laughs> no, that redesign looks beautiful, oh, though. the redesign I want... is nice. It's nice. I, like I want it. to get that redesign up. We should expect it this week. No. Yeah, because... For, no, for, number, stop... one, for, for number 100. 100. For, so that way I can stop paying <laughs> so oh. much money for all these different websites.
1: Yeah, streamline. streamlined.
0: Uh, too many internets right now for me. <laughs> too many of the internets.
1: And if you can't get enough of the internets... Feel free to uh, like us over on Facebook. We're Bag and Board. Make sure you rate and review us, and subscribe to us over on iTunes. Hopefully it, you have already, because you're like listening to this. We like Facebook.
2: We're, we're looking at issue 100 as a milestone, so email us. Like, your favorite moments or a memory mm-hmm. about
0: us that you, that you like.
1: Contact at yeah. Or just I on would, our Facebook.
0: I would absolutely love you and send you a thank you card. <laughs> He's
1: Fine. done it before. I,
0: I have. Valentine's, too. Yes, <laughs> I will send you a thank you card if you actually uh, include an MP3 congratulating us on the 100th Ooh. and saying your favorite moment, so we can put it in the show. Please do that. I will edit it into the show if you do that, and send you a thank you card. Just you include your address. And if, I'll mail you one.
2: I mean, you guys have heard us. You've heard Aaron on the show. Uh, we've heard us talk about Aaron mm-hmm. and Red Phone Zone. He started out as a fan of us. He's yeah. a friend of ours. Uh, we actually we mail- became friends. With we became. Yeah. Through this, uh, we mailed him an autographed picture. If, if you know that picture that's on the on our, is it on iTunes? Our, it's on it's, our iTunes. It's on our items? It's our uh,
1: profile well, picture on Facebook too.
2: We have We had an extra, very nice copy of that. We autographed it, mailed it to him, uh, and we. I have an extra one of those, <laughs> and, and I, I think we all have our rough sketches of those pictures too. Yeah. mine's in my trunk, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. Mine's little open up. Might be yeah, kind of dingy. Mine's mangled. got ink spilled on it <laughs> from the artist. But uh, hey. We have a couple pictures that uh, we're willing to autograph and send to you as well. Yeah,
1: <laughs> someone's gonna get the originals of those. Wow. I don't. I don't mind giving mine out. No, neither do I. <laughs> I that does mind. not look like me. <laughs> that looks like me, and I mind a little bit. It's awesome. Yeah,
0: it's you, but like the angelic you. Yeah, I look like sloth. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, listeners, keep it new.